It's a special Will and Woody podcast mini. Now, we can't say the O word because we don't have authority to. We didn't pay for the official partnership. Mm. Yeah. But there is an opening ceremony happening tonight. For games. For some big games. Some big games. Which is bloody exciting. Uh, And down there on the ground in Tokyo, actually there, is Drew Jones from Fox Sports. Good day, Jonesy. Well, Woody, great to be with you. It's uh, it's warm, it's sweaty, there's a lot happening here. I'm just trying to keep it together. Beautiful. Jesus. Warm and sweaty is how we want you, Drew Jones. Um, <laughs> but can you tell us, mate, I mean, we know there's no crowds at the games uh, over the next couple of weeks, but how's the vibe there? Like, is, is it a good vibe sounds or awful. is it a bit weird? It sounds hot, sweaty, <laughs> no crowds. What's it like? I think a bit eerie is probably the right way yeah. to put it. So, yeah. Um, I've been able to get out of the hotel a little bit, but not too much because there are pretty strong restrictions on where you can go. Um, The streets are pretty empty because of the state of emergency here. There was actually a six-month high of COVID cases yesterday, up near 2,000. Um, And, yeah, the five coloured rings, you can barely see them um, in the city and there's not much paraphernalia. So as much as there's excitement amongst us, the travelling media who are here, and obviously mm. the athletes have been working towards it for five years, but mm. other than that, um, the citizens probably aren't that stoked. No, I heard that there was, I heard that something like 20% of, of uh, Tokyo citizens actually still wanted the games to go ahead. Like 20%. The, the, yeah, if, low, if that. real low percentage. So, oh, well. so, Jonesy, what's the opening ceremony going to be like tonight? Is it going like, to be an absolute stinker? So you've got no crowds there. I've yeah. heard they haven't confirmed <laughs> entertainment. Is this just going to be the most poxy, boring ceremony ever? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. I would expect that they've really ramped up the TV spectacle. Yeah, And that right. for those who are actually going to be there, of which I will be one, mm. there's only about a 1,000 people who will be there. Yeah. Um, oh, it's not going to be probably as good in person. It's an 80,000-seat okay. stadium, which they spent the better part of $2 oh, billion dollars building, oh and literally the, the seats are going to be empty. Um, oh, so, And there's been a bit of controversy as well. The director yeah. of the opening ceremony, who you'd expect to play a fairly large role in how it it yes, pans out. Yes. He's been fired as of two days ago. He got what? fired. Create, one of the creative directors. Yeah, he got fired because of some uh, anti-Semitic um, comments he made about 20 years ago, which surfaced on YouTube. Oh, and then one of the creative directors was also let go and stood down because of some previous indiscretions as well. So Bloody. it might just be the work experience person pushing the buttons. Hey, Jonesy, you say, should chuck your like, hand up, sounds mate. Like there's <laughs> a position open for you there, Jonesy. I mean, I know Fox Sports look after you, but get throw your hat in the ring, mate. That sounds like a hot job. Yeah, a little extra wedge on the side wouldn't go astray. <laughs> um, now, Jonesy, so the other fireball that's been thrown into this is that the, the teams are just, people are just dropping out of the teams because they've got COVID, so they need to isolate immediately. What's the story? Like, are we are we going to be looking at three-on-three basketball? Like, is that, are the people actually, the size of the teams walking out onto the Olympic Stadium tonight, are they going to be severely depleted? No, I don't know if you've heard, but the three-on-three basketball has now gone to one-on-one. So uh, <laughs> they've been able to be, been, you know, you've got to be, you've got to be flexible in COVID time. So uh, yeah, just be one-on-one. I'd watch that. I would watch that. That would be Bloody mid-hot. Oath. One-on-one basketball yeah. would be a great sport. Big time. Just your, your best player from every country. <laughs> How oh, good is that? that? We've got more with Drew Jones right up next from Fox Sports. He is live in Tokyo hours before the opening ceremony. Listen to William. We're going to find out all the events.
that you have to watch from your couch this afternoon. Let's face it, that's pretty much just like your <laughs> itinerary for the next 48 hours, Australia. So <laughs> critical listening up next. We've got Drew Jones from Fox Sports who joins us ahead of the opening ceremony. Sorry, I nearly said the um, the word we're not allowed to say. Can't say the O word. Official games. The official games. Could the be official games. a good one. But uh, Jonesy, obviously a lot of people are in lockdown here in Australia, so we're pumped to see a bit of sport on the TVs, though, because, you know, it is great news the games are going ahead. I want to quickly mention, great that Paddy Mills and Kate Campbell are going to be the flag bearers, yep. which is really, really exciting. But going into this weekend, Jonesy, can you give us yeah. the highlights? Like, What, what, what should we, we look, be watching Who are we looking out for? Where are, the, where are the medal chances? Oh, great question. Uh, so a couple of medals have already been awarded. That's me for most sweat. Uh, <laughs> um, so I've got a gold there. Uh, John, for John Coates for berating Anastasia Palaszczuk live on international TV, yes. he's got blog of the year, so he's got a gold for that. <laughs> but in, in all, but in all, ser- in all seriousness, um, the swimming starts and in the pool, the women are our absolute guns of the Olympic Games. So. Huge. We know Kate Campbell is going to be carrying the flag, but the, there's the 4x100 relay, which we are ranked number one in the world. Huge. So look for them because they're like their guns. They win it almost every time in yep. terms of the world championship events. Yep. So they just need to turn up and yeah, hopefully spank the United States, who have said the United States have already they've said we'll win every gold you know available. So they're already throwing down the gauntlet. So hopefully oh, wow. Kate Campbell and and what about the dudes in the pool? Because I know that like a couple of the guys that we thought were going to be there, like Mac Horton, you know, barely qualified. Like I feel like there's been a, a couple of there's a guy called Smith I know who's I know that sounds Kyle Chalmers deliberately obscure. Is Chalmers still rolling yeah, around. Yeah, like Chalmers. Uh, Kyle Chalmers. <laughs> Grant Hackett still swimming yeah, so, the uh, fifteen hundred. What? Who's who's actually yeah. who's actually out there for the guys? Yeah, that's right. There's Perkins out there doing the eight hundred meters. Kyle Chalmers. Chalmers defending the 100-metre freestyle gold that he Huge. won in Rio, kind of out of nowhere. Huge. But he's Huge. actually been dethroned as the best 100-metre freestyler in the men. So there's yeah. a guy called Caleb Dressel from the United States. You should, you should, he looks like a Captain America. Yeah, yeah, like yeah He's right. got tats, huge muscles. Like, he could be playing, you know, linebacker in the NFL. Like, he's an absolute beast. Yeah. Uh, he's tipped to win six or seven medals. So oh, yeah. Chalmers is going to have a battle on his hands okay. to back that up. Yeah, um, Mac Horton won't defend the 400. No. He finished third at the Australian Trials. But Elijah Winnington, yes, who's actually named if he gets over the line and gets the gold, he's tipped to win it. He's been the fastest in that event. For, four, the, for the men's so 400 metres. Yeah, Elijah Winnington's the man to beat. Cool. He's got okay. the best time. Amazing. Awesome, Well, Jonesy. there's a few things to look forward to. I know the rest of Australia's in lockdown, so, you know, the, the, I'm sure the stadium crowds won't be filled, but gee whiz, will there be a shitload of people watching it on TV mm. in Australia <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> My God, there is nothing else to do. Mm. Uh, so we're all pumped. We are bloody pumped back here, mate. So hopefully we'll be seeing your mug on TV at some stage, uh, and hopefully by then you've managed to find a chamois to wipe yourself down because uh, it sounds like you're in a bit of a rank spot out there in the hot winds of Tokyo. Good luck with it, mate. It, honestly, it sounds like it's uh, it's had all the slings and arrows of misfortune thrown out at these games, so I'm glad that it's over the line. And honestly, it, hopefully there's a bit of Olympic spirit flying around after this after this opening ceremony takes place. Boys, thanks so much for having me. Stay safe in lockdown. I'm definitely feeling for everyone in Oz, and we'll, uh, hopefully the Aussies will do us proud in Tokyo. Good on you, Jonesy. Thanks, Jonesy.
Joe Jones there from Fox Sports live in Tokyo. Sounds terrible. Sounds awful. Pretty happy to be watching uh, it on the TV. <laughs> Hear more of the boys on the full show podcast. You know you want to.